Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It is so good to be with you today as we continue in the book of Proverbs. Today we're in Proverbs chapter 6. As we see Solomon shifting gears and changing the subject, he's going to deal with now with laziness. In 1 Kings chapter 5, when he tells about, talks to us about wisdom, that God gave to Solomon as he prayed, God grant me wisdom, grant unto me wisdom. And it says that it tells us that he wrote some 3,000 Proverbs. He also wrote books and he lectured on subjects like zoology and biology and many other life science. People would come to hear him from all around, talk about plants and talk about animals and insects and things like that. He had a great understanding of natures and, and, and the world that was around him. And he was observer of various life forms. So we see, as we pick up in verse number 6, we read, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, of the slugger being the lazy man. Learn his ways and be wise. Now, in the progress in Proverbs, he's going to talk about three things on the earth that are very small. We'll take a look at just one of them right now. And it, it, the, it's very, you know, we're speaking here about the ant, which is, very, very small when you think about the animal kingdom. Can you imagine the small, how small the ant's brain must be? Yet it's very wise. You can learn a lot from an ant. That's why a lot of people have little ant villages. Uh, they, they keep it for like a hobby. They love watching them. You can learn so much from uh, watching those ants. So he says, now go to the ant, thou slugger, learn his ways that you might be wise. It goes on and tells us in verse 7, it says, They have no guide, overseer, or ruler. Basically, they're saying, it's telling us they don't have a foreman, they don't have a boss, somebody barking out orders to them. But they provide their meat in the summer and gather their food in the harvest. They know that there's going to be a time for gathering food. You know, the thing is interesting, an ant can't swim. It can't cross water. Once it starts raining, they, you, you won't find ants crawling around outside, will you? It stays inside because it's laid up food. While it was still summer, harvest time has had a chance to be able to gather up their, you know, their storehouse, what they needed to be able to survive. And so he goes on and tells us in verse 9, so how long will you sleep, old sluggard, old lazy man? You know, he, he's really speaking about the need. When it's time to work, work. When it's time to make money, make money. When it's time to do something, do it. He says, when will you rise out of your sleep for a little sleep and a little slumber, a little folding of, uh, of hands to sleep, and so shall your poverty come as one that travaileth, and they want as an armed man. And really what he's saying, there's just a little laziness. All you need is just to take another half hour sleep and just stay in bed for another hour. But, he, but he's dealing with, I believe, the, the mistakes that we can make when God has made a provision for us to go ahead and step out and work. Later on in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 33, he says, Yet a little while, a little slumber, a little folding of hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that travails, and they, and they want as armed men. And so here he goes on. 
As he tells us in verse 12, he deals now with, the, he turns to the wicked person who speaks with a brass forward mouth. He says, a naughty person, a wicked man, walks with a forward mouth. He winks with an eye and he speaks with his feet. He, he teaches with his fingers. You, you've seen him probably say, ha, 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 at them as they point their finger and shake and wag it. But forwardness is in the heart. He devises mischief continually. He sows discourse. Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly. Suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. You know, isn't it amazing how the person who thinks they have the upper hand and they've been plotting their course and they've been trying to do their own means, living for themselves, eventually it does catch up to them. And as he moves on, he, he talks about verse 16. He says, there are six things that God hates. Yeah, there are seven things that are an abomination to him. Well, I think this is important to understand the things that God doesn't like so that we make sure that we stay far from him. He says, now if God hates something, I don't want to be doing it. Doesn't that, mean, doesn't that sound like wisdom? <laughs> and not, not to do them that God hates, not to do them, that gives us something that we know that we're doing and are pleasing the Lord. So he mentions them here. God hates a proud look. Ever been guilty of that? God hates a lying tongue. How about that one? You know, the thing about a lying tongue, it does, a, a lie is a lie. Some people say it was just a white lie. It was something that was actually good for them. No, as God sees it, a lie is a lie, and God hates that. God hates hands that shed innocent blood. He hates the heart that devises wicked imagination. He hates feet that are swift to running to mischief. And he hates a false witness that speaks lies. And he hates those who would sow discourse among his brethren. Those who would come in and sow seeds of discourse. They will come to you and say, do you know what someone is saying about you? They'll t they, they told me the, this about you or that about you. Really, aren't they just baiting you? They're trying to suck you into an argument, bring you to a place where all of a sudden your peaceful day starts to boil over. He says, be careful. Be careful of those who divide wickedness, wickedness and, and, and how God hates a proud look and he hates the lying tongue. May we the, even this day to take these lessons, these wisdoms that he's given us that we would seek the Lord with all of our hearts, that we would seek to follow after the things of God. And if we find ourselves falling into the flesh, that we would quickly recognize it and ask God for forgiveness, and that we would turn to the Lord and seek to do things right. And so next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you.